Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Come darkness, come light, come new star shining bright, come love to this world tonight. Alleluia. Come broken, come whole, come wounded in your soul, Come any way you know, alleluia. Come doubting, come sure, come fearful to this door. Come see what love is for, alleluia. That's singer and songwriter Mary Chapin Carpenter, and this is Charles Edward Hall. 29 years ago, he writes, when I was a young man in New York City, I wanted so badly to be a Broadway actor. Every morning, I woke up at 5 o'clock and lined up at the Actors' Union near Times Square with a thousand other people in hopes of landing an audition for three or four available parts. That was my job every day for three years, even at Christmas. And then I was chosen for a part. A great part. I was chosen for one of the greatest parts in the history of Christmas, Ebenezer Scrooge. And it was in a big, wonderful show called the Radio City Christmas Spectacular. I also had to play one scene as Santa Claus, the worst possible part, I thought, because Santa was so good, so boring. But that was okay. I was so happy, I ran all the way back to my tiny room and yelled to no one in particular, I made it, I'm somebody, I'm Ebenezer Scrooge. I worked on my Scrooge. I scoffed, I raged, I felt fear when the ghosts came, and anger and relief and sadness and regret near the end of the show when Scrooge became the ghost of Christmas future, begging him for another chance, I got down on my knees and cried real tears. We all want that second chance. But nobody cared. Don't get me wrong, critics loved the show and the audience cheered, but nobody ever wanted to come backstage to meet Ebenezer Scrooge. No, they wanted to talk to Santa Claus. People knew Santa and they loved him. I'm not talking about just children. People would gasp when they saw me coming in costume. Strangers would smile. One time when I walked into the studio, a full-grown adult broke down in tears. I can't believe I'm talking to Santa Claus. Another time, a friend asked me if her son-in-law could meet me. He'd been wounded in Iraq. He had a huge scar on the side of his head. His wife had to hold him steady as he struggled through the door. But when he saw me, that soldier took three huge steps and without a word hugged me so tight and for so long. 
That time, I was the one who cried. I thought, he knows I'm not the real Santa, right? And then it began to dawn on me that maybe in those moments, I really was Santa. I know, I know, that sounds crazy, right? But it's true. Scrooge was written out of the Christmas Spectacular after only four years. But I've been Santa Claus for almost three decades and more than 4,000 performances. And spending that much time as someone changes you. When you love a person, you can become that person and see the world the way they see it. It happened one cold winter day when I was out on the street in my normal clothes, just Charlie Hall, and saw an older woman slip and fall on some ice. Before I knew it, I'd helped her up and offered to take her wherever she wanted to go. It also happened to me during a show when the stage curtain malfunctioned and I had to improvise for an audience of 6,000 people. Suddenly, I found myself sitting with one little girl, talking with her about her life and asking her not just what was on her list, but what she truly wanted for Christmas. As I was taking off my beard one night, I said to my stage manager, I wish I could wear this Santa suit all the time. If I did, I'd be a better person every day. That stuck with me. Santa Claus is the best part of me. He's not just the role I play. He's my role model. Santa opened my heart to a childlike wonder. He showed me goodness and joy. 29 years ago, I wanted to be Scrooge because Scrooge was interesting. Ebenezer Scrooge, I thought, would make me a better actor. Instead, Santa Claus made me a better man. Come darkness, come light. Come, new star shining bright. Come, love, to this world tonight. Alleluia. Come broken, come whole, come wounded in your soul. Come any way that you know. Alleluia. Come doubting, come sure. Come fearful to this door. Come see what love is for. Alleluia. Christine Basney was struggling to raise four kids, working in a small country store in Marine City, Michigan, and going to college. On Christmas Eve in 2002, a man came into the store and bought a lottery ticket. He scratched it, and Christine shared his excitement when he came up a $100 winner. He asked me if we had two $50 bills in the lotto till, she says, I paid out his winnings, and he handed it back, $50 to my coworker and $50 to me. He insisted we take it, wished us both a Merry Christmas, and disappeared into the night. Today, continues Christine Basney, I'm a registered nurse in St. Clair, Michigan. Earlier this year, at the beginning of the first of three 12-hour shifts, I walked into a patient's room to introduce myself, and as soon as I saw him, my eyes filled with tears. It was the lottery man. 
He even remembered me. His name is Richard Heath. I told him how that Christmas had been the roughest ever for me until he walked into the store that night. $50 went a long way. I'm so grateful to be able to take care of him now. Come darkness, come light, come new star shining bright. Come love to this world tonight. Alleluia. Come broken, come whole, come wounded in your soul, come any way that you know. Alleluia. Come doubting, come sure, come fearful to this door. Come see what love is for. Alleluia. One last true story. When Karis Farish was nine years old, her father bought an RV. It was his prized possession. Karis's husband, Micah, is speaking. Over three summers, he took his family all over the country. They went on a four-week American tour. They saw all the fun stuff, like the Grand Canyon. Most of Karis's great childhood memories were in that camper. When Karis was 12, her father, Tom Craig, an Arkansas State Police Captain, was killed in the line of duty. The RV was given away and then sold. It was a lot of loss. Earlier this month, Micah asked Karis to walk out their front door in Springdale, Arkansas, as he covered her eyes. I had no idea that he was doing anything, she said. I was in complete shock. Honestly, there are no words. I haven't seen it since I was 12. Parked in their street was the RV. Micah had spent two months tracking down the camper, determined to give it back to her, but unable to ask his wife any details without revealing the surprise. A break came when, digging through some old paperwork, his mother-in-law discovered the VIN. Micah found that it had been registered in California this past summer. He started Googling the name of the person on the registration and then reached out to them on Facebook. Patty Clarkson and Kathy Eiler had bought the RV on Craigslist and brought it home to Laguna Beach. It was in pretty bad shape, Patty says. We thought, okay, we are going to commit to this thing and we're going to fix it up. We actually brought it to Burning Man. We put a lot of time and love and energy into it. After a week of reaching out to Kathy and Patty, Micah finally got a response. At first, they were a bit skeptical, but they did some research of their own, and their hearts opened. Kathy said, this guy's legit. Let's do this. Karis's story had really hit home with her. I know what it's like to have those memories and spend time camping with my family. It was so meaningful to me. I lost my father, she says, when I was 13, and it was over the holidays. He was about the same age as Karis's dad. So we had to do it. We had to let the camper go home. Micah flew out to California. All the original paperwork from the purchase of the camper was still in a drawer with Karis's father's signature at the bottom. Karis says it is the best 
Christmas gift I've ever gotten. It will never be topped. I'm really excited to do for our kids what my dad did for me. And as for the Farish's relationship with Patty Clarkson and Kathy Eiler, Micah says it's pretty special. I feel like we're connected to them forever. Kathy agrees. It's just the coolest thing. Everything lined up. I felt like it was just meant to be. I'm hoping that one day our families can go camping together. Beloved spiritual companions, may we choose Santa over Scrooge and be Santa after all. What do you truly want for Christmas? May we share the winnings and pay it forward. We might just get the chance to pay it back. May we surprise each other with love. Sometimes when we open our hearts, everything lines up. Jesus said, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you. As I have loved you, that you also love one another. Come darkness, come light, come new star shining bright, come love to this world tonight. Alleluia. Come broken, come whole, come wounded in your soul, come any way that you know. Alleluia. Come doubting, come sure, come fearful to this door. Come, see what love is for. Alleluia. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.